You're listening to Her Path to Success, a podcast to empower women to pursue a career that aligns with their passions and core values. We encourage women to show up, take actions, and thrive in their own ways. If you're looking to get inspired and expand your mind, you are in the right place. Hello, everyone. Thank you for tuning in to Her Path to Success. I'm Peggy Wu, the creator of Mindful Sequences, Peggy Wu Yoga and Life Coaching. I teach yoga and meditation to busy adults, and I guide conscientious and hardworking women to find their career happiness. My guest today is Nadia Doe, the co-founder of a natural skincare company called Sweetwater Labs. I found out about Sweetwater Labs and Nadia back in 2017 from a yoga teacher. I wanted to try new and natural skincare products, and Sweetwater Labs was my perfect go-to. I inquired about the product on Sweetwater's website, and Nadia was the one who responded. She was so helpful, and she wanted to make sure that I'm happy with her products. I remember that I was still at my corporate job in 2017, but I started to be curious about entrepreneurship. I randomly asked Nadia about what was hard for her business back then. She answered it without reservation and offered to help me if I have more questions about starting a business. She didn't know me, so she didn't have to do that, and I was just one of the many customers online. She has the generosity and willingness to help, which left a great impression. Her kindness touched my heart. Fast forward to 2021, Nadia is now a successful small business owner, and she said yes to being on the show. Nadia will be sharing her point of view on having a business. I love her honesty and pragmatic approach. And I want you, my listeners, to hear her story and her advice on starting a business. Without further ado, let me introduce you to Nadia. Hi, Nadia. I am thrilled that you're here. Tell us about you and your business. Hi. So, just to give you background,、uh, my name is Nadia Dome, co-founder of a natural skincare company called Sweetwater Labs. We're based in New York City. And we have、uh, we're about three to four years old, and、um, the purpose of our company is to produce natural skin skincare products that work.、Um, and、uh, so, the reason why I started this business was I personally had a lot of problems with skincare.、Um, I'll probably say eighty percent of them. Ninety, some something along those lines. I just did. It, it had me break out. I was irritated.、Um, it didn't really work for me. And then some of the natural products just kind of fell flat. They didn't do much. So、um, my belief is that a lot of solutions can be found in nature. So I started just experimenting with、uh, some some products and ingredients. And then it just started to snowball. But the question, basically, I created a line for myself, what I wanted. I see. So you were looking for a solution for yourself, and then it turned into a business. 
Can you tell our listeners more about how you got started to make it into a business? Okay, so just to let you know, I still、uh, have my consultant job during the day, so I'm double tasking all day.、Um, so, in the begin, I mean, for me, it was kind of fun because I tend to be、uh, a. I mean, I love、uh, being creative. And I love creating things. I am. I love being a MacGyver. So I love to figure out solutions to problems. So for me, I, and 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 this is kind of a thing I've always had. When I look at something,、um, even though maybe difficult, ninety percent of the time I'm like,、oh, okay, I can make that.、Uh, so,、um, and I've always loved the process of making things. So for me, I thought it was. A couple of things. First of all, there's a, a low barrier to entry in skincare in terms of、um, it wasn't. It's you didn't need you know high costs. Like you're not starting a clothing line,、uh, which has a high investment cost.、Um, you're starting you're starting、um, a natural based skincare, which is you know anyone can really do it if they did the research and. Then,、um, and then I was taking a look at the growth of the business, and at the time, I was realizing that skincare, and especially organic skincare, had double-digit growth for five years. So, I, okay, so you have those things: low barrier to entry, you have double-digit growth; it's on the upswing. And then, sec, and then thirdly, which was also very important to me, was that it was,、um, you know, a recurring revenue. So you know, it's not like somebody somebody buys jewelry and then they don't buy something else. It's something that people will keep buying. So it's kind of the Johnson and Johnson model. So、uh, those all things worked. It's something I was able to do and conceptualize. It was something that was low barrier entry. It didn't have a huge cost in the, in,、um, in the beginning. It had、uh, growth or、um, secular growth, and it was reoccurring revenue. Um, so okay, I'm like it checked a lot of those boxes, okay, and it was fun for me to start doing it. So I started、um, just creating, and then being in a couple of markets here and there. I remember the first market I think I did was Renegade、uh, in Brooklyn, and、uh, my husband came with me, and、um, I, I mean, we made a profit that first day. It wasn't a big one, but we made a profit, and we were just having fun. It was just、um, we were. It was a Saturday, and it may not have been fun for people, but other people. I mean, we were having fun. In summertime, we were inside, but you know, we we're in Brooklyn. There was food trucks around. There were other entrepreneurs. We we're explaining about our product, and you know, we ended up making money, and、uh, it was just kind of an interesting venture. Then we started to、um, do other markets and grow and grow, and so、um, that was that was、uh, it was a lot of work,、um, but it was interesting for me how to create labels, how to、um, how to create the products, the ingredients.、Um, I, what I loved loved also we started to get feedback right away from a lot of people how much they love the products, so. Um, I thought the products would do well since, for me, I mean, I don't really use other skincare lines,、um, 
So that created that, that solved my problem of trying different things out. And then it irritated my skin or maybe break out or all those things. I mean, it didn't, you know, now I don't have to really spend money on that. <laughs> when you start something like that, um, I think with most fields you need to do, uh, the first step is to do uh, a lot of, it's a fact finding mission. Basically, um, you're going to spend a decent amount of time um, finding interests that you have and then finding uh, and then researching what it takes. So for me, it, it, I just started taking some classes. I started reading a lot about natural products and um, also in the back of my head, what would I want? So there are certain questions that you, most entrepreneurs, you basically, you can probably, it's probably really, really good to write this stuff down. I'm a huge believer in just writing. Um, write down the questions that you have. Because once you have the questions, it's just a matter of time before you find the answers. So the first thing was, uh, okay, what kind of, uh, what kind of products do I want? Okay, then how, how, how could I make those products? What ingredients go in those products? And, and so you start answering a lot of those questions by doing the research. And um, so what I, you know, you don't have to think about, you don't have to jump ahead and say, okay, I'm going to do this and then start a business. But just start doing research first. Start talking to people and finding out what you like, finding out what's also, uh, I'm a big believer in finding uh, the market first and then creating the product. So I knew if there were people like me out there who wanted these type of products, then there is a market. So a lot of people create products and then hopefully they sell. I think what you need to do is find where there is demand for the product and create the product. So, um, cause I find most of the time it's the other way around and that's where it's very, very tough. And then, um, and then it's a lot of research, take your time doing the research, uh, talk to people who have started companies. Also what's helped me a lot. And Peggy and I have talked about this is I'm a big believer in meditation, huge believer. I think for the most part, most successful entrepreneurs, most successful uh, business people that I know um, do meditate. And what, so meditation to me is not only about being calm and uh, getting rid of your anxieties um, and being in stillness, but what I found the biggest benefit to meditation was when you get into that space where you're able to connect with some sort of uh, consciousness or some sort of inner self, um, whatever you really call it, um, for me, I just call it universal consciousness. It was, I was able to get the answers through meditation. So, um, and I don't know if you guys have read any of Jack Canfield's stuff. He's the author of uh, Chicken Soup for the Soul. But he also did the same thing where he would meditate what the name of a book should be, what the name of his first book should be, and he would meditate it for a while, and then it came to him. So I feel that when you start to meditate, your um, some of the answers start to get answered. And also, you start to have a louder inner voice of what is seems truthful to you. Um, so for example, if if someone, I mean, my husband, he, he doesn't, he has, 
no idea about skincare products and he barely used soap for his face. So um, I create these things and he would say, Oh, I don't know if people are going to really like that. Or I don't know. And he, you would just kind of make comments, but you know, and even if you talk to friends that may disagree with you, you know, that something's going to work for you. You know, that something down deep inside is going to work because there is some truth to it. So, um, that's what meditation has allowed through uh, for me was that certain things that, and, you know, sometimes you can get in the phase where you're asking 500 million people for different opinions about this when really, which is great. I mean, I'm a big fan of, of, um, getting feedback, but a lot of the time you, you are swayed by external opinions and sometimes disregard your own. So I think, and that's with a lot of things that's with relationships, that's with things that you really like, but people try to talk you out of it. I mean, there's a lot of things that are your truth that will start to come out when you go through meditation. Nadia, can you share what challenges do you face in your business? Sometimes it's a, it's an egregious amount of work. Um, during the holidays, we were doing Bryant Park and we had a, a, online and I had my full-time job and I had, so, um, and we're creating a ton of, ingre- you know, uh, products. And so we were working um, seven days a week um, till midnight up at six, four months. Um, no vacations, no, you know, for Christmas time, no Thanksgiving. It was just constant. So that gets hard. Um, and I, you know, I, you have to be braced for those times when things just go fast. Um, and my husband is full-time with Sweetwater. My husband uh, does a lot of the sales part and he is unbelievably unwaving enthusiasm for our business. And, um, He's the one that was at Bryant Park seven days a week on no sleep and was such a soldier. And uh, I, I have to say, if you have someone like that, <laughs> that can help throughout the process, that's also a huge thing too. So, so and, and, you know, sometimes I'll just say, you know, I'll see friends out and, and um, they get to go away and they get to do things. And I'm like, okay, we have this to do. So, but. I have to say that um, the downtimes are good that we have because I've been able to travel and do so many things that I know a lot of people can't do. Um, and it's so, you know, it's, I can't, I really can't complain about it. <laughs> and it's, you know what, if you're going to work really hard and give your soul um to what you do on a daily basis it might as well be your own business i mean people give their heart and soul to their job that they don't own all the time so um it's a lot more pressure but it's your own Starting and running your own business can definitely be overwhelming. You and I talked about self-care in our prior conversation. So could you please tell our listeners about how you take care of yourself? In the morning, um, as to set the day, 
uh, it's good to, to, to meditate and just get quiet, whatever you use a mantra. I know that helps me. Um, and then you go through a phase of, uh, visualization. Then you also go through a phase of, you know, um, like 10 minutes or 15 minutes of each, and then 15 minutes of just, you know, exercise. Um, and I was also talking to Peggy about being big with self-care because through being an entrepreneur, you can use, you, you can, your vulnerabilities are very loud um, because you're putting yourself out there and you tend to, can, you can get insecure, um, you can get frustrated, you can get, um, you can lack confidence. Um, and if you put yourself in good physical condition and take care of yourself, um, you always have that core confidence. Um, so, I mean, I mean, you know, if you're tired and don't take care of yourself, you're less apt to make good decisions and you just, you just don't feel good to be in front of people. <laughs> so, um, that's one thing that I would probably say is a, probably a pillar of meditation, uh, taking care of yourself, um, and learning what is your truth in a lot of other opinions, that will be a very, very structural, um, I, you know, structural thing to have when you start uh, being an entrepreneur. Um, so to, to break it down, let's recap. I think you should do research, do the meditation process, the visualization process, I'm a big, you know, affirmations, uh, I think are all those things that are great. And I like to do them in the morning to set my day. Um, and also write questions down. Um, so then when you look at the question, you can find the answers. Okay, so I wanna ask you this. What advice would you give to others who are thinking about starting a business and what should they expect as an entrepreneur? Don't start a business for the sake of only starting a business. That's not generally gonna work. It really has to be um, fueled by product, demand for the product, um, and viability of the business model, um, and make sure you have that pat um, before you move, and move when you feel um, you have enough cushion, because the one thing that you don't want to do is, it's stressful enough being an entrepreneur, but you don't want the stress of also, also financially um, having to stress if you're going to pay the bills because you have no other set of income when you're just starting out. I mean, because then you're forced to make decisions that you don't necessarily want to make. Um, so I would say uh, find out, and, and that's only going to take work for you looking at things and researching things and talking to people and finding what you like to do. and, and um, how you can make money. I mean, I feel like most people, if they really are good at what they do and they love it, they'll make money at it eventually. Um, so start there and don't quit your job right away. Um, make sure you have enough cushion and, um, and, as, and, and really find out what you care about because it is going to take passion to be an entrepreneur. I mean, it's, it's, uh, it's 
the toughest job you're going to have, I think, for the most people, I mean, outside of being a parent, maybe, but um, it's the toughest job you're going to have. So that means you really have to love it. And also, I'm not a big believer in spending a huge amount of capital right away when you really don't know what you're doing yet. So I think you're going to need capital at some point. And um, you're better off saving that dry powder when you know what you have. Um, instead of going at it right away. And then I know when I first started, people were like, oh, well, you got to go into Walmart and you got, or you got to go into Sephora. And you got to, I'm like, I'm not, I don't want to go there yet because uh, I need to fine tune everything before we even get to that level. Um, because all there's a million steps to do before you hit that level. So, I mean, you can visualize all those things happening, but make sure you have a good product, make sure you have the right product, make sure you have good customer service. I mean, all those things that need to be done before you go bigger. So, um, and one thing that you also need as an entrepreneur is belief in yourself and stay po- and be positive. So if it's very, very tough to be successful in business without being, um, being positive. Is, so um, I'm not talking about hiding your head in sand and not realizing there's problems. I'm talking about your ability to overcome those problems. And the first step is to just start. Just start. Start small. Start somewhere. Um, take that first class. Try that first, um, uh, you know, podcast. Try that first whatever it is. Try it. Um 90% of the time or 95% of the time, it's not going to go well the first time. And then you're in, you know, that's just natural assumption. Just assume that from the very beginning, and then it's going to get better and better and better and better. So that's what, uh, I would say. And, um, don't be afraid to fail. Uh, I know people say that. Okay. How about this? Don't be afraid of looking like a fool. Um. Because most people are going to be supportive of you trying. And, um, and then also most people aren't really thinking about you that much <laughs> in, in a way that, that they're going to uh, dismiss if you fail. Like, I mean, the person that's going to be thinking about you the most is you. So people aren't going to care um, if you make a fool of yourself the first time and or the second time it, it doesn't really matter uh so and then also um no as an entrepreneur no job is beneath you and no job is above you so that means that there are going to be times a lot of times where you will do the most menial tasks um unless you get unless you have a lot of resources right away with so much money and you can just not deal with that. I don't think necessarily that's the best way to go because I think you do need to uh, understand a lot of the facets of the business. But um, so there are going to be many, many times where you do have to do something menial. And uh, I mean, have fun with it because that's what most of us have to do in the beginning anyway. And then there are going to be a lot of times when you also need to step up and um, do something big, like pitch in front of someone huge or um, speak in front of a big audience 
Um, so as again, there's no job beneath you, no job above you. It is all the same thing. Um, and if you have certain fears, um, that will all come up when you start running a business. So I feel like um, when you're an entrepreneur, it's, it's a mirror for a lot of things. Like for example, if you procrastinate, that will show up. If you are impatient, that will show up. If you are not detail oriented, that will show up. If you are uh, curious, that will show up. I mean, all those things will come up and the good or bad, you're going to have to see them at a magnified level. So um, the biggest thing for most people is fear. And so I would say out of the gate, um, just get over it. <laughs> just get over, just get over the fear. Uh, it's not that big of a deal. As I said, no one's really thinking about you that much. If you fail, um, then you realize, and you have much more to gain um, if you move forward. Having the confidence to know that a lot of problems can be overcome, and then realizing some can't, you need to recognize that. The, the external is going to be reflective of an internal. So if there are people or situations in your life that are, I would say negative, um, it may be hard, but I think you need to either cut ties to them to some extent, not spend as much time with that because it does take a lot of energy to run your own business and you don't want that energy sucked out of you. To put it bluntly, I think it will just help your life if there is someone that kind of is a downer, maybe spend a little less time with them when you're doing this. But if you start as an entrepreneur, get ready for 101 things to go wrong that day. You will be putting out fires you would, I mean, things you don't even think about. Things that people that go to an office, they don't have to worry about, you know, their lights being turned on or, or supplier issues or something like that. They don't really worry about that stuff as much. You worry about it all. It's all on your plate. So it's very, very easy to get very frustrated all day. Um, and most of the time, you just have to understand that that is part of the process. So you will go through that. Everybody goes through that. And so I just have this gratitude rock about thinking about the things that I'm happy about and grateful about, even the little thing, like an amazing cup of coffee. I mean, whatever it is. And on top of it, gratitude is one of the highest vibrations you can have. Um, so immediately just raises awareness. That is all the questions I have. And thank you so much, Nadia, for being here. You're welcome. I love being able to talk to people about the journey of starting a business because it is probably one of the scariest things you're, you're going to do in your life. And uh, as I said, there is zero roadmap. That means, and every journey is going to be fairly different, but um, there is common, some commonality to people that are successful with it. Be positive, believe in yourself. So instead of being positive and, and seeing things in, in a positive light, which is great, but mainly believe in yourself, believe in your own voice um, and start small, but start somewhere 
and as it just and get the structural steps in place for me it's been meditation it's been visualization it's been um making sure you have people that are supportive um around you um but just a constant belief in yourself and i am a i'm a huge believer in human ability um look at what's happened with covid and how fast we we're able to get vaccinations um in a timeline human ingenuity is the one that's really the most amazing thing ever so if other people can do those things um then you have the ability to do so much as well so just understand that um you know all these businesses started out from a thought and a lot of work but they all started somewhere That was Nadia Doe, the co-founder of Sweetwater Labs, a New York City-based natural skincare product company. Nadia talked about her journey and advice for anyone thinking about starting a business. My takeaways are, number one, don't quit your job first and make sure that you have enough cushion to avoid financial stress. If you start a business, start small, research and test the market without putting in a big amount of capital. Finding the market and demand first, then create a product. Number two, don't be afraid to fail or look foolish. Most people don't pay too much attention to what you're doing as you think they would. Failure is not a bad thing. That's how you learn and it will get better. Do recognize the negative people in your life and let them go or keep your distance. Number three, as an entrepreneur, your vulnerability will get loud. To Nadia, it's important to do meditation and self-care. When you maintain a good mental space and physical condition, you'll gain core confidence and you can't make good decisions without taking care of yourself. Number four, fears and doubts will come up and it's natural. Nadia's suggestion is to find ways to get over it. She said, No one is really thinking about you that much if you fail, but you have much more to gain if you move forward. Number five, know your truth. Don't get swayed by external opinions. Focus on believing in yourself and being positive. If you want to connect with Nadia, go to her website, sweetwaterlabsnyc.com or Instagram at sweetwaterlabs.com. NYC. Nadia also offers our listeners to reach out to her directly, so I'll leave all of her info in the show notes. Thank you again, Nadia, for sharing your experience and advice. Thank you, my listeners, for tuning in. I hope today's episode gives you the insight that you need. Please subscribe, follow, and share this show with your friends and family. Also connect with me on Instagram or Facebook at mindful underscore sequences. If there are other career-related topics that you would like to hear about on this podcast, please let me know. Thank you so much for listening. May you follow the path that lights up your inner fire and gives you the happiness that you deserve. Until next time. Her Path to Success is here to remind you, define success your way, not based on what someone else is doing or what others expect of you. 
Remember that you are worthy, and you have what it takes to succeed.